Welcome to the Back to the Legend Z podcast where I will be sharing my open and honest opinions on topics that are sometimes really uncomfortable and awkward to the ground. Yo guys, welcome back to the Back to the Legend Z podcast. Um so I haven't recorded an episode in almost a week. I've been really busy and also I've lost my voice. So that happened. Um so let's just um kick it off on today's topic. So on today's topic I will be talking about people I look up to in different uh, careers, career fields. Um in my opinion I don't have a specific person that I would say okay this is my role model. Um I actually don't like using the word role model. Um I like to use the word inspiration because for me like a role model is somebody who's like perfect. You know what I mean like somebody who's like the symbol of affection um and i don't like that uh so i decided to rephrase my role model to somebody that um inspires me so i split my inspirations into three sections actually four um but it okay didn't start so the first section is the political leaders i look up to in so yeah so i chose two political leaders and then the second topic is um is kind of split into two so one is people i look up to but in the world of social media content creators and then celebs and then the last topic is people i look up to and people inspire me but i also want those people to be my mentors when they you know mentor stops of just basically the four topics that I would be talking about but the second topic is but do you get it you know what i mean so um, let's just kick it off with the first topic so the first topic is the two political leaders i look up to um so is the one and only Nelson Mandela Um so I don't think there's anybody who don't know Nelson Mandela. Is. If you don't know Nelson Mandela, is, yeah, I'm questioning your history and your knowledge of South Africa in general because it's because of him that you have the ability to go where you want when you want except that that's covered down. So you can't really go where you want when you want. So let us kick it off. Um so I'm giving a small glimpse into who Nelson Mandela is. Nelson Mandela was born on the 18th of July in 1918 um i knew this but i didn't know when i was younger i thought his was his mother's name was holy slashla but then when i got a little bit older i realized it was actually his real name so his name is actually holy slashla mandela uh for my knowledge and the research i've done his name was actually given by him by a teacher during apartheid and the reason i'm saying apartheid is because Holislatla was too difficult to pronounce to the to the white people in South Africa, the white racists in South Africa during apartheid. So we did say it is a game an easy name for white people to pronounce. There's a big god this name Nelson from. Um Nelson Mandela also um joined the political, you know, world um in 1944. He joined the ANC, the current governing um, um party in South Africa. Um He also helped to form the ANC Youth League, um, a, a amazing program. I, I I wish we can go back to that type of mindset, especially young people. I like the weirdest thing for me is like the the Youth League and all these people. I like people that are like over the age of twenty twenty five. You know what I mean? I don't consider them as part of the youth anymore. You know what I mean? You are old. You were like 
Now, I mean, if you're a millennial, my opinion, you're part of the youth anymore. Just my opinion. So I feel like if you're creating a youth league, the youth league should be run by people in the youth. Those are the people that need to make the change. Because those are the people that understand the youth. But anyway, I think uh, if Nelson Mandela's um, um, legacy for South Africa is lost, like corruption and all these things happening in South Africa is not what he wanted South Africa to be like. He wanted South Africa to be this. No, we, like we say like the rainbow nation. I don't think the rainbow nation is ever going to happen. I think the rainbow nation is just a term used by politicians to make themselves you know, look presentable. I don't think it's ever going to happen in South Africa. Let's hope maybe one day. But anyway, um, so I have written down a question for myself. If you want to answer it, go ahead. Um, would I have fought long, alongside Nelson Mandela during apartheid? And I was like, yes, I would. Like, I think I'm the person. I think I would be the person. Being, I'm a very vocal person, but I'm also a very introverted person. So you know what I mean. So it might be difficult for me to do both of them at the exact same time. But I think I would have fought during apartheid. Yeah, I think I would be the person like writing emails, writing the posters, those types of things. I don't know. I'll be protesting. Maybe I would have. I think I would have protested, but it must be like a very organized protest. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the person. Everything must be organized. But I would think I would 100% afford alongside Nelson Mandela during apartheid. So, let's continue on the second person I look up to in the world of politics. This is a current political leader, um, Jacinda Ardern, the Prime Minister of New Zealand. I'm sure that this woman is the way she has handled COVID, especially in the COVID, right? But there's like one incident that was like, okay, I. Like I look up to you. I look up to this woman. If I would join to join the political world in right, I would she would be the person I would go for advice for. She's the person whose books I want to read, you know what I mean? Alongside Nasa Mandela. Why I'm saying that in twenty nineteen there was a terrorist attack on two mosques in New Zealand, right? Um and what she did was so powerful, right? She she went to the people of Christchurch and she was there as a I don't, she wasn't there as, as a prime minister, she was there as a, as a, you know, as a regular citizen, you know, like sympathizing with these people, you know. There was a, there was pictures taken, right, and where she hugged those people. And so Africa, you don't see that our politicians don't hug regular people, they don't do that. I don't know why, but they just don't do that. So, and that was for me something that she was, she was there the Prime Minister of the people of New Zealand and the Prime Minister of New Zealand you know what I mean and what happened after that tire, um, terrorist attack was it she passed a, a bill um, against um, uh, the, leg- the legislation, uh, leg- legislation um, of uh, semi-automatic weapons so she wanted to ban semi-automatic weapons and she passed the bill within one month in South Africa when a politician wants to make something it just say it and then gone if you look at the uh, gender-based violence movement right, they um they were said that uh, there was a, uh, com- uh, com- a committee um being created you know to fight gender-based violence Not- nothing has happened like absolutely nothing has happened and it's really disappointing as as africans you know like this is that gender-based violence is the biggest issue in south africa gender-based violence is bigger than COVID in south africa i i think the government is doing absolutely nothing change that and it's really really disappointing so i don't know what to do about that um fighting keep on fighting keep on protesting keep on being vocal about it because the government is doing nothing it's very very shocking how the government how the government is actually doing nothing and 
the way I was want to say the way Justin that done handled COVID was absolutely amazing. There are oh, there are a few definitely strict. I did a few things. I mm, you know what I mean. Like okay, mm, but I get it. I get what she's doing. You know, to be the first country to like, get full stadiums. You know, filled up with people. They had zero COVID cases for almost six months. I know they are currently. Um, I think they like one or two cases into like lockdown. And they, I think they have like over a hundred cases. If I'm right, rounded or thin, I'm not sure. But you know what? The way she handled COVID is absolutely amazing. And people trust the prime minister of New Zealand. In South Africa, we don't trust our president because they're stealing my money. So they're just like the two political leaders I look up to. Quote of the day by Barry Bonds. Everyone in society should be a role model, not only for their own self-respect, but for respect from others. So next up is people I look up to and who inspires me in the world of being famous, celebrities. So I decided to pick two celebs, and the first celeb is the one that only Selena Gomez. Um, for me, the way Selena Gomez has used a huge um, platform as a celeb, you know what I mean? It's the way she uses social media platforms and how she is vocal about certain things, you know, especially when it comes to mental health. How she openly speaks about her journey on mental health is something that inspires me, inspires a lot of other people to acknowledge that it's okay. We're not alone in this, um, especially as, uh, where people have this mindset that money buys happiness. And that one is little comments, no one is living a best life and still making the you know, secure in the bag. But she addressing the mental health was a sign that money doesn't buy happiness. Money, you know, money can lead to certain things being happy at the moment. You can buy, you can book a trip abroad, but at the end of your mental health is the, is the key to, to, any, to everything, you know. like in my opinion I feel like mental health is more important than physical health because if you're not mentally there I don't think you'll be physically there because I'm that person if I my mental health is not right I'm not doing anything nothing I'm not walking I'm not running I'm not jogging nothing so I think mental health is more important um, and and for me it was also last year it was almost a year ago yeah it was the 2020 elections in the United States and everybody the entire world was like looking like going at but the way Selena Gomez has used the platform to educate herself because it was her first time voting as well educating herself on how to vote being vocal about voting the importance of voting encouraged me to do research on South African's political system and you know the constitution because it's a few things I didn't know about my, con- my, my constitutional rights as South African which I kind of know now there's a few things I don't know like I don't know everything but I knew the. I'm just happy I knew the basics, and I know more about, the, you know, understand the basics in a more in-depth way. That was really important to me. Instagram um, is also a brand. Instagram is also about self-care, self-love, taking care of yourself, putting yourself first. Uh, is something that really like you know I look up to. Like I think the past year I've decided me first, and I don't care about anybody else. It's only me. Like if my career is my something I'm focusing on the most at the current moment um, finding something that I'm passionate about is like goal 
So yeah, um, so a little small glimpse into Selena Gomez is Selena Gomez is a multi-talented singer, artist, producer, and one of the reasons I actually like Selena Gomez as well was she's a she's a UNICEF ambassador. I wanted to become a UNICEF ambassador straight after high school, but like nope, like you don't take gaps as a colored person, Africa is not normal. You you don't do those things. You gotta study, you study or work. No gap year. I got clear why I wanted to do. I wanted to work with UNICEF. Yeah, it didn't happen. Didn't happen. Nothing happened. So yeah. <laughs> so the second person I look up to in the world of being famous, a celebrity, a celeb is somebody that's younger than me because we tend to look at role models or people that inspire you. Some always ninety-nine percent of the time are older than you. So I just had who's somebody younger than me at the current moment who I kind of like and who I. Look up to, inspires me. Right, is Joshua Bassett. So Joshua Bassett is like, I know, he's um, a singer and does acting. Um, but the reason I picked Joshua Bassett was that he posted something on social media about toxic masculinity. And it was in the time I was doing research for my podcast, and the, and the topic came up. Okay, toxic masculinity is something I need to talk about. It was it will become later in my in the podcast. So that is what's. You know, like stick out to me. This is why I picked Joshua Bassett, somebody who inspires me, and he's like a year younger than me. But he, he kind of has his life figured out already. The way he speaks, the way he approaches certain topics, is very a mature way of doing it. I wish I was like that. Honestly, I am not in this space where I'm like openly honest and mature. But in myself, I can be vocally mature. Like I'm like education, I can have the debate, but. Mentally, I'm not there yet. So, something I need to be working on, something I am going to be working on. So that is like the one thing I I take from Joshua Bassett. He knows who he is at a very young age, and he, he talks about topics that are important to him. He writes music which tells a story. So you know, like that is also a type of artist I like to listen to. So Joshua Bassett is definitely the artist I currently enjoy listening to. The way he writes his music, the way the story behind his music, you know what I mean. There's types of things. I actually have two rappers, which are actually my two favorite rappers. It's like one from the US and one from South Africa. The one from South Africa is Youngster CBT, and then Kendrick Lamar. These my two favorite rappers of all time. I think they use the the, the power, the platform, and the the music to tell a story. You know what I mean? Some people might not agree with the type of language they are using, but at the end of the day, the story they are telling is the most important thing. So that is something that I really appreciate from an artist. There needs to be there needs to be a meaning behind your music, behind your writing, behind your your art. You know, you can't just do it just to be famous, just to you know be that person. I don't like that. It means you have you have no talent technically. You know, yes, you can rap, but you know, talent is something that. You, you 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 know you 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 grow as a person. You, you, your music grows with you. You don't stay behind. I'm speaking like I'm like oh music producer like a writer. I'm a, you know what I mean. Let's continue with everything, right? So next up, I have. Um, content creators I look up to, you know, I've also um, decided to pick two people. So the first one is the one and only Liza Koshy, like hands down. Uh, me, I love me some Liza. Like I love Liza. I I think the environment vine just became um, to, to when I got into vine. And the first person I followed on vine was Liza Koshy. Like in the, like from there on, I was like I li- no in that relationship I kind of have Liza. 
the like that you know like that that audience base I feel like that 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 uh, su- supporter the fan right was something that I really really like for me the reason I pick like it was a transition like it is from Vine to YouTube to being a celeb like those subs that is something I uh, would love to have um, uh, advice from that just the one thing I like from like to see she can guide me to certain things making decisions negotiating my deals making sure I sign a deal that benefits me at the end of the day as well not only the company we're working with um if you look at um uh the 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 business um delizer signing delizer is doing a second collab with fabletics you know what i mean those types of things i want those types of people in my life those types of people i want to mentor me at the end of the day um so let um so i know people i think everybody knows who's liza koshi is right so a small glimpse liza is like a multi multi-talented tv house she has hosted multiple shows right she has her own she had her own um um youtube shows collapse on demand i absolutely love it i still watch it sometimes by the way you know if you like down just watch the liza koshi episode you know like instantly you know you you'll be laughing you'll be having a smile on your face so i kind of use it to deal with my depression my mental health was to listen to eliza um listening to Liza, watching the Liza uh, on demand episode uh, is also an actress I know she's currently gonna be an, in another Netflix show um, she's also a, a amazing businesswoman I just said uh, about Fabletics you know um, she has hosted the Mad Cala if you can host the Mad Cala you my opinion you've made it as a presenter like the Mad Cala is one of the biggest like fashion events in the world so I'm sorry hands down Liza is the person I look to up in the world of group being a creator but branching out to more things is definitely Liza. Um, so Liza also worked with um, the uh, Michelle Obama Foundation which Lena Gomez also worked on. Um, it was the All Vote, um, We All Vote campaign. It was like during last year during the election um, uh, where they were um, addressing things and encouraging people to vote, encouraging people how to vote. Was was something that I liked about Liza. She used the platform to encourage other people to vote, to be vocal about politics. It's something that you know, like, encouraged me as well to like, okay, I want to follow people that use the platform for good and encourage people to vote, encourage people to know their basic human rights. There's a, there is somebody I want to look up to. You know what I mean? I even I like I my first to, my first topic was like political leaders I look up. To. It's kind. Of Okay, kind of a given idea of what type of person I am. I love politics, so if you are doing politics, I'm a fan. Um, so the foundation was actually she ran it along, so I ran along. So Liza was the co-chair of the foundation alongside Selena Gomez, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Tom Hanks. That was like there's like a bunch of other people involved, but those like the people that you know, you know, Liza with these people. You know what I mean? She's made it in life. And also, I feel Liza um, seems the same as she is on screen. On the screen, it's she's the same as in you know, real life, in the real world, new life, real world. Um, if you watch uh, people interact with Liza and Liza interact with their fans, it's very Liza-like. You know what I mean? It's Liza, Liza is Liza. There's no YouTube Liza and it's real, real world Liza. It's not, not, because you have people that kind of build a brand for themselves. Okay, I'm this person on YouTube, but I'm, I'm this person outside. You get those type of people and Liza is not one of them. So yeah. So the second person I look up to in the world of content creation is Gabriel Conte. I don't know if a lot of you guys know who he is. 
but for me, the reason I picked um, account it was a relationship he has with his wife, with his family, his friends, his work, his work is a YouTuber, actor, singer, um, designer, is um, you know what I mean, and um, he created a line with his wife, um, Chess Conti, called New Earth, and then the lanes with God. There's something I want for myself is those type of relationships with everybody. Like, um, Gabriel doesn't always also portray himself as this manly man. You know, like he's like he's Gabriel. He's confident. He's confident with his own skin because you get people that when they're married, they don't do those things. They just want to sit around, relax, and you know the wife does everything. And Gabriel is not that person. You know, in that relationship he has with with Jess, it's also very. You know, relationship. That just my relationship goes to any relationship with Jerry. Um, and um, Gabriel, this this my type of relationship that I want one day with somebody. He also created a podcast called the Promptas Podcast. But Chad, Zach, and Gabriel, they are the three amazing podcasts. Highly recommend it. Love that podcast. You know. Um, yeah. So let's continue. Um, with the next topic. Everybody should be able to enjoy their life because you only live once. So, I just want to get it all out there and be the best role model that I can be. If people want to put me in that kind of predicament. I mean, I didn't ask to be a role model because I'm not perfect. By ASAP Rocky. So the last topic is about people I inspires me and look up to, but also want these people to be my role model. So the first person is Tracy Lang. Uh, Tracy Lang is a radio host, TV host, and also producer. Um, Tracy has uh, uh, own um, you know late night show in South Africa on a, a channel called Cake Nights Africans. So I'm Africans. If you didn't know, if you can't hear, I'm Africans. It's called Studio Three love this show she's also a very bubbling person you know what I mean? she gives the same energy and vibe as Lisa Koshi and so I think that is my attraction to Tracy Lang as well the, that she's Tracy Lang on screen on the microphone but she's also Tracy Lang in, in, in the real world you know? she has set boundaries like no I'm not doing that I'm not doing this so I you know what I mean so you, you bet you need their boundaries in, the, in everyday life so but the person she is is Tracy Lang Tracy Lang is Tracy Lang no, I mean, there's no like Trace Lang and Trace Lang. No, you, you, you get those type of people. Um, so there's definitely the like the thing that attracts me to Trace Lang. Um, I also feel that Tracy would be for me like one of the best mentors to guide me through the process of 
going into the world of you know going into media and access communication industry because it's very really difficult because it's a small industry in business africa so if if seeking just like give me the advice the first few steps like do this do that do that this is what you need to do like if if, if i just have that person in my life you know i in my opinion i think having a mentor is really really important sometimes because somebody can guide you somebody give you the advice you know they've they've been to that they can guide you to that make, make different decisions smart decisions so that's definitely the one thing i would, would love to hear from Taysalem. so secondly i have offered adrian is also afrikaans so adrian is a comedian so he's a media creator and he's also a tv host i think he just um, about to host his own show um so yeah um the first time i'm i've seen i've like become really interested in Alfred was he posted a video on youtube about him leaving his full-time job as a brand manager in a corporate building leaving his full-time job think about it it's a family right he said i'm not doing this anymore i'm going to become a full-time comedian and i instantly this is what i want i don't want in my opinion i don't like the corporate world right for me it's more like then so you need to work nine to five right i'm not a morning person though so i need to work, be in work every day at nine being full of energy ready to work like i'm not that person like for me if i need to work eight hours it will be, be, be there it will be between two and ten this way i am I, you know thriving this way i'm doing my best work this way because i realized that during my studies that this the time the eight hours where i studied the best where i was like going at it like so yeah i think we need, maybe if the work schedules would change and I say you you need to work eight hours but different type of eight hours. I mean everybody works their own eight hours so there's something that they need to approve on in the corporate side world. So I would just I just want to say just high ideas. Um I would I think I would be the best person to give me advice on how to use social media and how to control and handle social media because social media can get a lot and it can break you down but how do you handle that? That is something I think Alfred can 100% teach me. And so yeah, um, I absolutely recommend you watching Alfred's um, YouTube videos. It's absolutely amazing. Especially if he talks about, you know, him leaving his job, becoming a full-time comedian. The stupid questions people ask him. And like the video we said, um, people ask him, can he not afford medical aid? Like, can you afford medical aid? Who's asking me the question, can I afford? So sometimes, you know, people need to learn to go, zip, zip, you know, keep your mouth, keep your opinions to yourself. So they've decided to trace the language and Adrian is definitely two people that I would look up to. I would want to be my mentor from South Africa, the locals, you know what I mean? Keep it most local. So the last topic somebody i look up to who inspires me who i would love to be a mentor internationally is the one and only trevor noah i think any south african would want trevor noah to be the mentor hands down trevor noah i think if you know who trevor noah is like i don't know where you'll be living if you, you know what i mean who are you so anyway trevor noah is a south african super successful comedian he's the house of an emmy award-winning show the daily show um if you are south african and you even haven't read the born a crime um a story from a south african child from trevor noah highly highly recommend reading the book 
it gave me a glimpse into apartheid from a, from the viewpoint of a child. But growing up in a post-apartheid, right, was um, a pretty amazing seeing the, the the difference in a way from you know like especially in the way when our right side. It's actually in a very comedic way, so you you are gonna laugh for hands down. But the difference between apartheid and the apartheid and post apartheid, the, the, the difference is absolutely amazing. It gave me a, a a better viewpoint of what apartheid was like for a, a young child growing up, and then growing gr- growing up during apartheid, but then going into the let's say like the workforce or being an adult in in post apartheid is the, the difference, and I, I really like that. So I highly make highly make. I highly recommend any South African young South African to read the Born and Crime book by Trevor Noah. Uh, the advice that I would ask Trevor Noah is career-wise to take my my career internationally. You know, um, I think that will happen like in the next ten years. You know what I mean? So, but you know, take that leap of faith in myself to go and do something internationally, so I can grow a bigger audience. You know, everybody wants to be international. You know what I mean? Not at all. Anyway, um, it will also give me that um, idea of how to handle um, and, con- and control everything happening in your life, you know what I mean? Control and mentor me in a way where you can keep yourself still South African but living in a different country. Because some people change when they leave South Africa though. And I think if I would leave South Africa, I would 100% change who I am. I know it for the fact that I know who I am. I know what type of person I am. So, to keep myself South African, knowing that I'm South African, but also grow within the, the, the anywhere in the world, um, the culture of the country. So that is something I would 100% ask him for advice for. And I would also ask him for advice to how to negotiate your deals. You know what I mean? How to sign a business deal to, to benefit you to entertain. There's something I would want to know from Trevor Noah. So yeah, so that is the end of the podcast, guys. So thank you for listening. Um, my voice is literally about to crack again. My voice and healed the earth. I just realized it. So let me just stop here and yeah, see you guys in the next episode of Back Chat with Gen Z. That's it for this week's episode of Backchat with Gen Z. Don't forget to follow the podcast on your favorite podcasting app. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Backchat with Gen Z. Thank you for listening.